Hi, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Sharings with me, Shama. There has been uh, quite a while since I recorded an episode, and uh, a lot has happened, as life is. This is what we know of. Life will continue to happen to us, and we can't resist it. We just better go with the flow and accept what comes our way. And uh, since I last saw you, heard you, or you heard me, I have uh, published a book. This was a huge step for me. It was a a big thing. Uh, If you would have asked me a couple of years ago if I would ever consider to, to write a book and to have it published, I would say no. And there are so many things that I do these days that are that I would not have dared to do before. And so I would say that my life, my inner life, has changed quite a lot the last years. I feel more in tune with my heart, with myself, with my being. I feel more acceptance towards myself uh, with all my my good sides and my flaws I can see the the variety in me I can see that I am I'm both good and bad uh, if you would like to say so and uh, I'm more and more coming to to terms with that I'm most mostly good actually that we are, as human beings, we are born good. Um, and then life happens to us and we are flawed or our personality and behavior changes and um, we make mistakes and we succeed at things and we fail at things and it's not who we are, it's just what we do, think or say, how... I I see a lot of us as behavior, opinions, perceptions, and at the core is this essence. And this is what I wanted to talk to you about today, and it's the essential quality of joy of joy to be alive because I think that when we are born and now I'm going to contemplate I'm going to uh, inquire into because I don't know as I normally do when I have my sharings is that I have a topic that is kind of you know uh, on my mind for a while and then I decide to share it and sometimes I have a revelation and sometimes I don't And I kind of want to uh, contemplate and inquire into it together with you. And this week I have uh, had this inquiry that when it comes to joy and the joy of life and the joy to be alive and to live, is, is that a quality Is that a, or is that a perception? Is that... Because when I think back on my life, I think that when I was born, if I, as I see life, I think we are all born equal. 
um, that doesn't mean that we have the same possibilities and um, you know opportunities in life but we are born equal we're human beings we all have an essence and this essence is um, it has a quality of love of joy of peace then there is the child and I think the child has more qualities than the essence has like in curiosity and playfulness and uh, you know anger and eventually fear and uh, you know a lot of emotions but as I see it when we come to life we are kind of full of the the joy for just being alive like here I am we come to this arena and it's like here I am look mom look dad here I am and then eventually for for some of us we are immediately disappointed you know we are immediately traumatized we are immediately cut off we are giving given away or it was a c-section or you know there was some trauma something happened and we got like whoa you know, in our essence coming like, here I am, mom, look at me, dad. And then it's like, Hoo! and I think that it affects us, not in our essence, but in our personality and our perhaps being, I don't know. And then we continue living and maybe we don't have that at all. You know, maybe we are just well received and we are like, here here I am, mom and dad, and they cuddle you and they hug you and squeeze you and love you so much. <coughs> Sorry. I'm just going to take a sip of water. Mm. This is the thing when I haven't recorded in a while that I am a little, not anxious, I should say, but a little, my voice is a little strained. And I should just take a deep breath and just relax and say, okay. Anyway, we come to life with this. <clears throat> and we are received and we have this big amount of life joy. Or do you say joy for life? Joy to be alive is like, wow. And then eventually something happens to us. A crisis, a drama or... I can say for me in my life, my parents got divorced when I was three. It was very uh, immediate, unplanned, unexpected. And it was for me super traumatic. And I was given away. And I could say that uh, eventually my, my dad got cancer when I was 15. That was also traumatic. And then he died. And I was in a way not prepared for that either. And then my my fiancé died in the plane crash when I was 26, and okay. And I'm thinking that these are events. This is nothing, has nothing to do with my essence. It has nothing to do with my core, my soul, my heart. If I am to be super, super factual, these are happenings in my life. Just as the good things, the good stuff, you know, when I met Stefan, when I fell in love with him, 
when I had my children, when Rachel and Ludwig came, it's like these are the, it's also facts. The thing is that these facts, when my kids were born, for example, they added to my life joy. They added so much on the love side. They added to my essence because if I feel like my essence is joy, love, peace, this is this is my idea of the essence. It's not a, a truth, okay? But I believe that my essence is full of joy, love, and peace. And when I, I had my babies, I was overwhelmed with love. And I was at this peaceful state that, you know, anything can happen now as long as I have this, you know, baby. It was like overwhelming, this love. And there was peace and there was joy. And it added to my essence so much. And I, when I met Stefan and we fell in love, it added to my essence so much. When he died and when my father died, it took away from my essence. It kind of reduced my love. It went like from super full to not so full. And I think that the feeling of the newborn babies, that is a special kind of feeling that fills you up in a special way. And I think that to lose the loss, the pain of losing, it can totally dim your light. It can totally make you go into a state of mind that covers up your essence. So I wouldn't really say that, that my essence is affected at the core, but it covers up my essence and I don't feel I have access to the joy and the love and the peace anymore. I'm most certain that it's still there, but it's, not, it's at a very, very, very low volume and the mind with all the pain has a louder voice. So it covers up my essence. And then first my dad died. And that happened. He put like a layer on top of me. Then the kids came and it removed that layer. You know? But I don't think it fully removed it. And then Stefan died and it covered up my essence once again. And then I had new babies and it removed some, you know, layers. It filled up my sense of love and joy and peace. But eventually it's like, it's like they say that you can peel off layers like an onion on yourself and that there is a pearl inside. And I think that is true. What I'm contemplating right now is that if the amount of losses are bigger or greater or more than the amount of added love and joy and peace, I wonder if the in total joy for life and living is decreased. I wonder if this is like part of a big 
bigger depressive state in us. And why do I think about this right now? Because I've, I've, I've realized that during my years of healing, I have become much better at handling pain and separation. I don't go into this panic state of fear. Um, I don't go into, I don't, you know, take another step into the darkness. I reach out and try to stay in the light instead. I've just, I have a very pragmatic view on depression now. And it's, it's more like if you, if you have an allergy to dogs and you meet a dog, you don't go to the, um, the dog kennel and roll around there. You go home and you take an, an allergy, dog allergy pill so you can breathe again. And it's the same if you have like a, a blocked nose or a cough. You, you go to the pharmacy and you buy some medicine so you stop coughing. Um, you don't go sit out in the cold without any clothes. But when it comes to depression, it acts in a totally different way. You feel sad and you feel that you doubt yourself and you begin to think negative thoughts. And the next thing you do is something that is really bad for you something that is self-destructive or, you know, self-harming behavior or um, you take, take a drug or something. And that is the weirdest. It's more or less the only disease, like, where we, ourselves, we make it worse. And for me, I'm now like, okay, depression is just like any other disease that when it begins to crawl up on you, when you feel the first symptom, you do you do something good for yourself. You move in the other direction, just like as I would do with a cold. But the thing is that I have been feeling a state of mind, I guess, because I think the essence is still there. But I feel a state of mind that is very, you know, that my volume is less. And I wonder if my capability to feel joy for life actually is less. That with every loss, my capability as a human being to live life at that loud volume of joy, peace and love, is that less? Because I've, I'm so attached to people. When I enter life, I don't enter life with an attachment. As soon as my mom picks me up, you know, on her chest, it's like, okay, I'm attached. I don't think we as beings enter into an attachment. But we immediately end up in one. And then we go from one attachment to another attachment to another one. And that's just what life... And we begin to live a life of confirmation and appreciation. And I can see that so much of our joy for life is about receiving confirmation and appreciation. That if we are good performers, you know, we do well at work, we are... Uh, 
appreciated, we are loved, then our joy for life is high. And if we fail, if we make a mistake, we don't we miss the exam or you know someone breaks up for with us, then our joy is less. It's just like we are so uh, it's so volatile. Do you say that? That it's like uh, we are kind of victims to what happens to us, yes or no. If good things happen, we feel a lot of joy for life. If bad things happen, we lose that. And still, in our essence, the pearl inside, it's still there. There is something in me and in you that it's untouched, unshaken about all these events. But my question is, am I as a human being, am I kind of been handled too rough in a way so my human being cannot reach that level of joy and love and peace that when I entered life? Or is it so that because I, I don't I don't think that life is about having everything in the right place, being at peace with everyone, not having any conflicts, uh, having best job, you know, the the biggest love, etc., etc. Because that's not how life is. There are so many of us who live alone. There are so many of us who are unemployed and who. Uh, there are people who who don't ha- can afford a, a house or an apartment and so on. And if our lives were dependent, if our happiness were dependent on all these facts, then so many of us would be doomed. Is that is that why we are struggling so hard to reach somewhere to always stay with this level of joy and? It's exhausting. It's really exhausting. And and I have more or less stepped off that train. The last week I had performance anxiety. I just released the book. I uh, worked really, really hard with this uh, for the very, very last, you know, days. The, the audiobook was uh, being recorded and... Uh, and it was so much work, and then the book was released, and then what? It's like this emptiness that comes afterwards. And I feel this pressure, this uh, pressure on myself that I need to do more, I need to perform better, I need to make this work better. And so I, I really wanted to take control over the whole universe and make people appreciate and buy the book. And, you know, I just felt like I can do anything for this and I'm like what what are you doing is this bringing you happiness shama are you you are your own whip now like and I just felt like no it brings me down this is not what makes me happy to write the book and prepare for it and all the creative stuff around it you know and to publish stuff and to do interviews and so on that makes me happy but to push myself to work harder and say you're no good and, you know, be my biggest uh, critic, it doesn't do me well. 
And I was thinking that, okay, at, at the end of it, I have actually stepped away from that, but I gave myself performance anxiety last week. And I think that this way to live, to live for appreciation, to live for confirmation, to live for love and for other people's approval, yes or no. And, and, and you also know that there is so much on my Instagram about you're a good person, you're a bad person, you're a good mother, you're a bad mother. And, and I really feel like my essence cannot be moved by all this. This, it's people's opinions about me. My essence cannot be shaken by it. And this I believe. I believe that in my core, my essence, I am still just as perfect as I was when I was born. But I wonder if I can step into life once again and say, here I am, look at me, here I am. Receive me, love me, I am here now. And I wonder if this is what we long for the most. I wonder if this is our core longing to just come into life and say, here I am, I have arrived now. Welcome me, I'm here. And I wonder when I say this, I, I just feel like, okay, there is something in me that actually become happy when I say it. Like, here I am, receive me, welcome me, I'm here now. The thing is that it's, not, it's no longer my mom and dad who I, you know, can do this with because they are dead. And I wonder whatever happened when I came into the world... Whatever, however I was received, whatever dimmed my light at an early age, does it have to be there? Do I need to keep creating layers on top of my essence? Do all the separation that happens in the world, because I can't control people. I, I realized this week with my performance anxiety, I want to control people. I want people to appreciate me I want them to appreciate my book I want them to write about me I want them to invite me and this and that and I just want people to do it and I'm not God I don't have that power I'm not a, a big big influencer so I can't influence people to do what I say <laughs> and I'm actually to be honest I'm really happy that I don't have the ability to control people and make them do what I say uh, that's not my essence. This I know. I really know that is not my essence to control people and tell them what to do and not to do. Um, but I realized that this, you know, coming into the world again, and maybe, maybe that's what I need to do again and again and again without fear. Maybe that is what's dim, dimming, what dims my light right now, that I... Don't dare to do that. that. That really, that fear of what if you won't receive me? What if I step over a boundary? What if, you know, because there's so many people who told us, you can't do that, don't be that big, uh, don't shine, don't do this, you know, make yourself small, don't compete with anyone. 
uh, be a sheep in the flock. And I can see that that if I don't, if I just comply with everything, if I if I just accept and don't, what shall I say? If I don't take care of my essence, my core of joy, love, and peace, if I don't cultivate it and make that pearl dare to come out, if I keep covering it up with layers of separation, layers of pain, you know, if I keep the volume down, my essence is loud. It's me as a human being that has turned down the volume. My essence is loud. And do I dare to be loud? I think, you know, what I think, I think I am loud enough. I think doing what I'm doing uh, with this podcast, with this book, with the, the model work, I am loud as I am. How loud can I be? And when I talk to you right now, I feel that my essence is louder. It's really like, here I am. I'm here now. Welcome me. Receive me. Okay. To just stand on the barricades and say, here I am. Hello. And I think that we all long for this. I think that to keep ourselves small is the biggest, biggest handicap on the planet. It's like also there are so many things going around right now, being a narcissist. When I grew up, no one knew what a narcissist was. These days, every other person is a narcissist, which means... That when I grew up, if you looked yourself in the mirror, you were egotistical. Don't do it. Okay. But there were no narcissists. Now everyone is a narcissist. And narcissistic behavior is the worst. You need to avoid it at all times. Which means that people confuse self-love and self-caring actions with narcissism and for me that is a total totally different thing to be a narcissist is actually to want to control people and it's my way or the highway and you do as I am telling you or you're out and you're really really controlling people you're and you're super manipulative and for me that is not about essence at all it's really like your essence wants to shine it wants to be its best it wants to come into the world feeling it's totally safe and it's totally self-clear it your essence expects to be loved it knows it is love the essence is like a part of god it's just like and here we are and at our essence, in our essence, we don't have any problems. Trust me on this. We don't have any problems if we would all be in our essence. If we would come to a party in our essence, knock on the door and say, here I am. Hello, I'm here now. And everyone else would be in their essence and they would just look up and say, 
Oh, you're here! How lovely! Welcome! Come in! We missed you! Instead, you look yourself in the mirror in the elevator, you knock the door and you say, Hello! Um, and you walk up to the, the host of the party and you say, Hi! And you have a little gift because you want to do the right thing. And then you look at the other people and they look at you and someone maybe says hi and you're a bit insecure and you walk in and, and you wonder should you have taken off your shoes, yes or no, and can I please have a glass of wine somewhere, I just need a glass of wine so I can calm down. You know, if we all would be in our essence, everything would be so easy. It's just all these layers that that we have put on ourselves unintentionally and I wonder how to how to remove them how to how to raise my volume again with having all these losses you know for every person I loved and I lost I think that I dimmed my essence somehow I got more and more afraid of lose, to lose people, so I cut, cut off feelings and I lowered the volume. And here I am today, I have a really good life. Um, I can handle pain, I can handle separation. And when I say I can handle it, it means I don't need to commit suicide. It doesn't make me suicidal. If I become sad and depressed, I can reach out and have support. And I can rise up again. But my joy for life, in life, my joy to be alive is less. It's really like the volume is less. There's not as much life in my life, if that's a way to, to express it. And of course, I can add life to my life. I can add more people, I can add more activities, uh, you know, I can buy stuff, uh, I can move or have other projects and I can date more. There are plenty of things I can do to add more life into my life. But what about my essence? I think that is the, I think that is the thing. I need to appreciate and confirm myself in my essence I need to really dare to be at that quality to be at that you know newborn kids expectations I'm going to be received here I am so what do you believe do you think I'm right do you think I'm wrong do you think that the joy Do you feel that joy and, uh, and love and peace and so on are a subject for outer circumstances, that outer circumstances affects us? I, I have a friend, a dear friend I haven't met for a couple of years and we met now and I know that her sister passed away. I saw that on, on Facebook. And we met, and it turns out that she lost her sister three years ago. She's about my age, 
and uh, and she also lost her husband, but not in in that sense. Uh, he was unfaithful about the same time as her sister died, and they separated and then be to get, been together for twenty years. And she said that she feels it too, that her joy for life is not there. And of course, you can understand it with all these losses, but also she also questions if it's going to be as joyful once again. You know, is that is that an expectation we should have? Or is it just that this is how it is? Or can it be like this, that these thoughts that I have are because I'm aging. That these thoughts are actually healthy and that perhaps as I age, my expectations for appreciation, confirmation and happiness and, and to good things to occur and to always fill up and, and, and chase the next high, it becomes less that my essence kind of you know, sits back a little and says that this is okay. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe it is like this, that as we age, we are going to to go through more and more sad stuff. Happy stuff too, but sad stuff too. And maybe it is that at the end of, you know, life, we become more and more content I would love to think that, that instead of mourning the losses, we come to a place where we accept more and we become more of ourselves in our lives. So that we need and expect less from the outside. I'm really, really curious to hear what you think. If our capacity to be joyful increases as we age or if it decreases and if what happens to us good and bad stuff if it has an effect on the overall level of joy to be alive what I take away with me with this episode is the moment when I said, when I came into life as a baby, here I am, mom and dad, look at me, here I am. I really feel I connect with my essence. I really, really feel, oh, that's my essence. I, it's here, okay. So I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one thing, that when I enter into rooms I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the easy part with my girlfriends no I'm gonna start even easier I'm gonna do it with my dogs I'm gonna when I'm done here I'm gonna leave the room and I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna say hey dogs here I am I'm here now and then I'm gonna do it with my girlfriends and then eventually I'm gonna try it in a a more inappropriate setting where people maybe won't appreciate me as much as I would wish them to but it's really good to feel some of your essence 
inside. <laughs> Actually, it's really, really, really good. Okay, dear ones, um, thank you for listening. I really enjoy that you spend time with me. And also, I would love if you go to my, my Instagram and comment on this episode, on my last post. Um, that would be lovely to see what you th- what you feel because you always have so much wisdom to share with me and others okay i wish you all a beautiful weekend and i love you Puss.